Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary. And our special guest today, we have Topher Payne. We have Topher Payne, playwright and screenwriter Topher Payne. Thank you for joining us, Topher. It is so cool to yeah. be here. Oh I'm my so God. Excited. We're so excited to have you and to be talking about this bananas movie that is completely I'm insane. really, really honored to be here to discuss an American classic. It really is. Yeah, um, is. I have so many feel- feelings about this movie. Um, before we get into it, uh, of course, you'll notice, uh, listeners, that Sarah's not here uh, tonight. Unfortunately, she was not able to be here for this recording, which I know she's really disappointed about because this movie is fucking insane. <laughs> so crazy. So, Are you sure um, she's not protesting the inclusion? No, of she was <laughs> so <laughs> excited to talk about this. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, tonight's film. I guess we've been we've been dancing around it. Okay, oh, yeah, no, but I'm bumped. Oh, bum, bum. Um, we've been dancing around it. It's a uh, striptease, 1996. Um, the infamous film with Demi Moore, Armanda Sante. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. yeah, playing a Cuban. Yes. Yeah. As yeah. you do in Miami. Yeah, um, as you do in 1996 when you're an Italian-Irish actor. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it was yeah. a little looser back then. Yeah. There yeah. was less yeah, concern was over. Room. Everyone in the movie is so tan. It really becomes a moot point. You That's know? true. It really yeah. does. So true. Yeah. Um, so oh um, we, I know we're dying to talk about it. So before we get into it, okay. let's talk about our experiences with striptease prior to the show. Hillary. I had never seen this movie before. I didn't think it was something else, but uh, yeah, as yeah, you usually I, do. I know. I just knew that uh, Demi Moore was in it, and there were lots of boobs. So and many boobs. So many boobs. I wasn't allowed to see it growing up. That's what I knew about this movie. So wow, yeah, yeah. Nothing. So fresh eyes, fresh, so fresh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Topher, you have a a history with this film, don't you? I do. I do. I was 15 when this movie came out, and um, I saw it with two of my guy friends. Um, We had seen Showgirls. Um, oh, which so, came out a yeah. few months before this. They were in the, I think they were in the same they year. Def- Showgirls they might were contemporaries have been for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, and. Striptease was billed as a comedy. Showgirls was billed as a drama. Yeah. And Showgirls ended up being a movie you laughed at. And then Striptease was a movie that you didn't, really. But... Yeah. Yeah. But we were all there for boobs. And yeah, I'm, and, it, yeah. and it delivers. Oh, it yeah. Does. It totally delivers. Oh but, um, but, like, I had, like, a serious moment of self-reckoning watching this movie. Oh, wow. Where I realized how clinical my gaze was oh my God. on all of this, like, supple, nubile female flesh. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, huh, good to know. And it really, <laughs> like, sent me down a very specific path, curiously enough, Demi Moore was married to Bruce Willis at this time, and he had Color of Night in, I think, 1994, which was the movie where he was fighting to show his dick. It was the first movie where there was dick in a mainstream movie. How have I not seen this movie? Oh, it is terrible. And like, and so I was able to even compare and contrast my sexual response to to the Willis Moore marital. The spouses. Yeah. Yeah. And and go like, few of us get that opportunity. I wanted to see Color of Night so bad. And um and I did several times. And striptease like then became a lovely counterpoint i'm like and now you know things yeah it's a way to learn right. things about yourself mm-hmm. really, and so this movie it, ended up staying with me for like 20 years after that because 
of that very specific moment I had in the movie theater where I was like, huh. Especially like File seeing how the guys the I was with mm-hmm. were responding yeah. to yeah. like the mesmerizing power of those breasts. They and were those mesmerizing. are magnificent. They're odd. I mean, yeah. Uh they they are for sure nice. Yeah. 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 Uh uh there's so many boobs in this movie. I know there's so but many they were all I just, amazing. I, I know, but I can't stop thinking. Okay, I know they we were all amazing, time, but, but like well, literally amazing. Yeah, like like not in like a. There is nothing in this movie, and I don't think it's just like you know because I'm some gay dude. Like, there's nothing in this movie that really provokes a sexual. No, response. and I want to get into that so bad. Okay, so before okay. we get I'm there, sorry, but I'm yes, sorry, I'm sorry, no, 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 no. I, I love that you yeah. said that because mm-hmm. I agree 100, percent and I think it's one of the underappreciated things about this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So uh, I had never seen this movie up until like a week ago when we decided, well, we had decided longer than that, but when I watched it a week ago, um, it was something I was aware of. I was, uh, let's see, this came out in 96. So yeah, I was about 15. Yeah. I was about 15 when this came out. I didn't see it, um, but I was, it had a, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a big to do. They Dem- promoted the hell out of this. Well, it wasn't movie. just that. It was that how it was like this how uh, how the audacity of Demi Moore to yeah. be in her forties. I think at this time she was in her she was in her forties thirties. She was in her late okay. thirties. Well, she what? and she had had yeah. two children. Three. Three. Okay, so she had three children, and you know, uh, listeners. If you want to go on the web, take a look at my body, take a look at Demi Moore's body, you will see the difference. <laughs> um, the audacity of Demi take Moore. Take a look at human bodies. Right. Take a look at Demi Somebody who uh, can't yeah. spend money on a trainer all day long. Yeah. So that was, my, I had heard of it. I didn't you know anything about it. You knew of its infamy. It. I knew of its infamy, exactly. Uh, and yeah, that was pretty much it. So, okay. That was our experience with striptease prior to the podcast. Let's get into talking about this movie. The movie that made me gay. <laughs> You seem so distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Okay, striptease, 1996. Um, I was 36 years old. You were 36 years old. Mm -hmm. You were stripping also at the Eager Beaver. I was, Mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, I was at the... You you were at the the Flesh flesh Barn. (laughs) The Flesh Farm. Was it Flesh Farm or Flesh Barn? Oh, I thought it was oh. Flesh Farm. I did write I it, it down. Flesh Farm too. It probably was. I, I mean, it's, it when definitely rolls there. off the tongue. I did yeah. write it down we'll at some there. point. I watched it with the subtitles on. I'm sure I wrote it down right. Yeah, I'm sure you there. did. I feel like the movie right off the bat is like boobs. If you yeah. came for the boobs, here you go. Here you go. This is what this movie is. We put you is. through that two minute court case. Here you go. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, immediate boobs. And then we see Dina Waters um, as Monique Jr. dancing to Billy Ocean Which? in lingerie. Which uh, I'm like, okay. I'm Billy into Ocean. the song. I'm yes. into the song. I like the I song, could... but it made me so sad. She was like a little girl, and like her name was even like Junior, and I was like, oh my god. No, Makes you wonder baby. what happened to Monique, though. I did I love know. those little details. Like, yeah. this is a screenwriter that was yeah. trying. I yeah. don't know what they were trying for specifically. Well, the guy who directed it also wrote it. I did not realize and it was he based did the on adaptation. a book. He adapted yeah, the, the book. Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I want to read this book. Is it on Audible? I'm gonna find probably. it. Probably. Oh my god! Um, if Demi reads it, that would be amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, I'd really like. I'd really like <laughs> Burt Reynolds to read it. Solemnly. I'd really like Burt Reynolds to read <laughs> oh. it, but as Davy Dilbeck. Oh my god! <laughs> like he needs to <laughs> read that Southern drawl. <laughs> That's what time. I want. That like South Florida drawl. Um, and then Tiffany, mm-hmm. uh, the dancer with the cute little page boy haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Played. Penny in Showgirls. Yes. She was in both oh. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I loved all that. I thought they were very sweet. Yeah. There was a ve- real camaraderie back there. It was, I appreciated because I feel like often uh, women in a situation where their like body is on display, I feel like, or even attractive women are often put into situations where in movies where there's cat fights and they don't get along. And, and these women were very supportive yeah. and loving with each other and I appreciated right. that. They were the some of the ni- the, the people li- working in that club or some of the nicest people in the movie, which I right. think was on purpose. Right. I think so too. And But ahead. why are the routines at the Eager Beaver so bizarrely misguided? I want Can we talk about them right now? Yes, yeah. Please. I want to talk about all of them including I talk about, Demi Moore. I want to talk about Sabrina doing her Grizabella from Cats. Yes. We, wait, why is Cat why is she dressed like a character from Cats? I don't know like what strip club and I it's like know. this old-timey cat this, like, song that she plays. This strip club just it reminded me of like the Claremont if the Claremont like hired actual attractive people to do the ridiculous shit that they do there, That's you know? True. That's like if the true. Claremont really was filled with a bunch of hot ladies that would be the eager beaver that would be mm. more fun you know if but then yeah. why would Aaron have to I mean Aaron was a secretary at the FBI I don't know yeah. if you guys I know, know. she and, did say that a bunch of times and who had no skills she couldn't type or right, could file I mean right? it's job like how else. do you jump from she needed fast secretary money. I, she needed yeah. fast I mean they did money. say that over and over it. again but like uh, yeah, but, but like there's a preschool somewhere hiring and they need a file clerk you know also, like I could get a job at a preschool tomorrow it's also like, like perfect but you're not gonna get over six job. grand a in, night that's yeah. true yeah. in a that's night true. with right. a congressman yeah. yeah and but with Aaron okay Aaron if you're gonna take the job at the eager beaver then like clearly she's committed to it. I mean, she's mm-hmm. putting together some routines. She seems like she enjoys dumbass outfit dancing at home. It seems like she's <laughs> when into she's it. she's at home doing her little home rehearsal yeah. in the towel and the boxer shorts, yeah. it's like hot and fun. It was and, like, so she seems hot like she's and fun, and a good I loved time. it. I, I know. Loved then that she scene. goes to the club, and like those, like the movie comes to a grinding halt. She, and her face does nothing. Look, in she that. is miserable. She's so miserable. She is. The worst stripper I've ever seen. Yes. Sorry, dancer. She's the worst dancer I've ever seen. It's have you seen bizarre. No, I've been to play. Look, oh, okay. I may have right. children now. Look, I'll tell you but what you ruined. Were wild in your heyday. I was. I did go to many strip clubs in my heyday. I'll tell you what ruined it for me. It's that I have children now, and it's not because I feel like I can't go because I have children. It's because now I go and I see the women and I look at them and I go, they all have mothers. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sad. And that's why I can't go anymore because I look, look at, at them the bodies and, I'm like, and also tell which ones are, are mothers. I'm like, where yeah. is your mom? Unlike right Aaron. <laughs> when I go, I'm just like, take my money. You probably need it for your children. That too. Like, like I do that. last time I went to a strip club, I I went to the ba- their bathroom slash locker room. <laughs> and there was a drunk stripper, sorry, drunk dancer in there crying because about something probably similar to this movie where she had a oh custody God. battle or something. 
And I was like, this is fucking sad and I got to get out of here right now. I used to do the graphic design for all of the advertisements for Swinging Richards, the all-male strip club Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. I had a stripper from there once message me on Facebook a bunch of very naughty pictures unsolicited. (laughs) Did he choose you at random or had you met before? We had a mutual friend and so he just sent me a bunch of naked pictures. So I photoshopped them so that he was fucking a hot dog (laughs) in one and then a unicorn was licking his butt in another. Yep. Oh, that's and sweet. then she texted yeah, them really to good. us, and we photoshopped rainbows coming out of his butt. Mm, that's yeah, nice. that was yeah. good. That's nice. He had a very compact rear end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think his stripper name was, it was bulbous. Horse legs. It was something? bulbous for sure. <laughs> like he was intense. <laughs> so okay, so we're at the, okay. Let's get back to these routines because I feel like I need we we're not also Erin really strips under her own name, which we have to Why? acknowledge. That's true. That is strange. Like everybody else is like, like full name. It wasn't like here's Erin. It was like. Here on the stage, Aaron Grant. Aaron Grant, former secretary for the FBI. Social security number four two seven. Right, right. (laughs) Like what? I'm I'm sure the judge is not going to find out about this. Yeah, exactly. Um, Her music choices are Are troubling. Amazing. Uh, Well, all all Annie Lennox, and not even like the best Annie Lennox songs to dance to. Yeah, not weird. It's like weird performance art. It's like she bought one single from Medusa (laughs) from Turtle Records, and they couldn't get the rights to Walking on Broken Glass, or that number just didn't seem like it would work. And she went with all of the B sides from the Medusa CD. See, I I would argue. That this movie is a comedy and that her attempt, her comedic attempts are those dances, are those weird performance art pieces. Like they're like she's like almost a mime. Yeah. Like she's bordering on mimedom. And she clearly doesn't understand. And this I I pointed out once we went through the second interminable Aaron stripping number. (laughs) Full length. They didn't even cut that song down. (laughs) But I will say, guys. Three minutes, 42 seconds of. Aaron stripping. Yeah, she does yoga though. I need to get back into it. I Look, mean, nobody flip over that chair. Nobody is denying yoga. the athletic prowess it's true. of Demi yeah. Moore. She did GI Jane the same year. You're right. She did. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Ugh. and that's Demi Moore body in motion. Yeah. This is. If the attempt was to be erotic, which I'm still not convinced that it was. I thought, I thought it was supposed to be funny. Did nobody think that? I genuinely would thought I was like, oh, this is her being funny. If it was supposed to be that's funny, I, I feel like oh. nobody told her. Oh. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Because but- it is so dour. Yeah. It is such a dour striptease. I mean, I guess I've seen a lot of bad student films. And she so also I just doesn't understand how tipping works. Art. Yes. Yeah. She never picks up her money. Right. Right. Like until she uh, later in the film after she has a life event. I'll wait for. Does she ever get paid? I don't even remember her getting money for those private days. Maybe Shad just, right. picks up all her money. Maybe. Maybe. But like when she's on the stage, like when she's doing her whole chair number and all of that, she's seducing the chair, not the customers. When the guy comes up on yeah. stage offering her money and says, I'm getting married tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, do you love her? Then go home to her. Okay. Well, <laughs> to be <laughs> like, fair. Jesus, Aaron, you've got money to make. Yeah, it's I know, true. you're trying to make some money <laughs> but here. But everybody like, knows home. the first rule of strip club is you don't touch the strippers. Right. right. That's the first rule. But before he touched her, she told him to go home. Well. And I'm like, Aaron. I, was, I get it, Aaron, though. How bad it. do you want this kid, Aaron? 
It's true. That's she had like no, no, no right, money. Because in her Pandora Peaks yeah. would have taken his money before she sent him home. And then she would have clocked right. him with and her enormous titties. Clocked him with her tits. He would have been out cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so even we're all. getting oh, there. So like Blondie at the Claremont, she'd fucking Oh my kill God, a just guy. like crush his head <laughs> inside her tits. Oh my God. That was so scary. That's a whole different movie. <laughs> I, I, oh, I was picturing, I was picturing, for some reason, I was picturing the POV of that and it was very cavernous. Right. Yeah. Just. Just like, lots of darkness. Like, it just, like surrounds completely. your head, like, and then it's like, and it sounds like you're underwater, right? Like it's <laughs> like you put on noise canceling headphones. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so we're getting there. I feel like we're on our way to talking about. Oh yeah, it. we're like four minutes well, into this movie. We're, now. we're, we're I feel like we're, <laughs> I know, right? well, we're about to. I feel like we're about to talk about this altercation that happens at the strip club, but I, I don't feel like we can't talk about that until we talk about Burt Reynolds. Wow. What a committed performance. What? Yeah, that I, was, is Oscar, exactly what Oscar I winning, say. I hesitate um, to say. <laughs> Our Oscar should have won. I, I feel like was just baffled and so turned off by him and like confused and like actually rewound the credits to figure out who he was just to confirm <laughs> look, that, that we're was seeing Burt Reynolds birth because <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. I feel like his performance is so bad that it circles bad comes back around to good yeah and becomes amazing yeah it's like a parody of itself and it's so great it's burt reynolds was not considered a character actor remember right? he that's was true a he was a heart effing movie star. he was like the zach efron of his day and then <laughs> like sort of. yeah and you know highest paid movie star of the mm-hmm. 70s yep and then to me becomes highest paid movie star of the 90s look at him now you know yeah, but well. um but Bert, this was post divorce from Lonnie Anderson. That's right. That was a big deal. Cancellation of Evening Shade as a result of all the terrible press that yeah. his divorce had gotten. Yeah, because back ugly. then, that would kill that you on matters. a sitcom. But oh, now man. you can be elected president. Yeah. Oh, fun. And he. Now I know that I can leave those drunk photos of me up on Facebook. You can. Yeah, I went through them the other day and yeah, I was like, you can be a wow, I'm obviously 16 and drunk in that mm-hmm. photo. And But nope, I could just keep it up. Yeah, well, just keep on keeping nope. on. No People would be like, nope. she's just like one of nope. us. No, You're I'm a women. Lady. I'm nope. a lady. I'm a lady. Work. You're right. It doesn't work. Doesn't right. work. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Nope, nope. I always nope, forget. Nope. I forget. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, God. And so Burt Reynolds fought hard to get in this movie. He wanted to be in this movie yeah. so bad. Why, though? He took a pay cut. Yeah, he took a pay cut. What? He flew himself down to Florida. They wanted They Gene actually Hackman. shot this in Florida? Yeah. Of course they did. Oh Over God. the course of that's, three months, back I mean, when they used to do three that on months, movies. Three <laughs> months in Florida. That's, that's I, It explains <laughs> it's so much. I mean, it's just so much. What they must have me. endured just spending that much time in Florida. I know. I can't oh imagine. God, I can handle like a weekend there. And then I'm like, oh, I just need to go I home mean, and shower. Of course it was shot in Florida. I turned on the movie and the smell of swamp and ferns just kind yeah. of drifted out like into the a air. A little bit of like banana boat. A little banana out boat yeah. cream. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And so Bert flies himself down for the audition. They make him take off his toupee <gasps> in the audition. Oh my God. And like, like Bert Reynolds, like that's that had to have been a moment Humiliated. for him. Yeah. And, um, and they said, we're sorry, we just can't see past it. Um, we can't see you oh as anyone God. but Burt Reynolds because of the toupee. And he took it off in the audition. Wow. And um, and then, you know, they, he landed the role. And then, obviously, no question, committed to 
proving he could do character comedy. Yeah, uh, crushed it, yeah. I would say. And yeah, and it's and his performance just exists as this kind of perfectly pure thing. It's, where, like, it's almost like... He actually made me laugh several times. He made me laugh too. His yeah. committed. crazy yeah. eyes during the <laughs> dance at the Jewish like home or whatever. Oh my God. Was... Oh my God. Just and the Vaseline riveting. scene, the which Vaseline. is just... Okay, Vaseline. wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's right, hang well, on wait, to wait, it. Wait, let's wait, hang wait, on to wait, that. Wait, put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Um, <laughs> he, I feel like he's what aging Marlon Brando wishes he was. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's exactly And right. I believe I Island of Dr. Moreau came out the same year as this movie. I really think oh, that's wow. part of the reason why right. I was so confused is because I was like, isn't that an aging Marlon Brando right, right now? Like, and I think I there's so something to be said for the fact that he did Boogie Nights the next year. Yeah, it, this was like a warm up to Boogie Nights. I, I feel, feel like, like this. Like he took it, pulled this it back, succeeded mm. in yeah. putting him back on the radar. Yeah. And for people okay. to like just return to putting him in a casting conversation, yeah. because people would, I mean, I can picture a casting office sitting around saying, but did you see Striptease? He went yeah. for it. He really you did. I, he was one of my favorite things about this movie. I'm not yeah. going to oh, lie. Oh, for Same. sure. My second thing, favorite thing about this movie is Ving Rhames, though. Mm. Uh, I finally found out who Ving Rhames is. Well, I know I him, him from Pulp, Pulp Fiction. I just didn't know. I didn't know that was his name. I mean, he's oh. basically I've seen playing Pulp a thousand yeah. times. He's, so I don't know who he's playing. A similar character is. to the character in Pulp Fiction he in this is. movie, but it's like the comedic take. It is. And yes. Notice how he made the adjustment. Yes. He yeah. Did. He, he did. did. Yeah. He took it a little bit farther to make it ridiculous mm-hmm. and funny. Yeah. Um, so he um, did not get the notice, apparently. No. I adored him, though. I adored... I he can't so help myself. I adored their relationship. The friendship too. between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I appreciated I the fact it. that there was a genuine friendship between them. Right. Um, that didn't feel like Aaron had a magical black man. Um, yes. Right. I would agree with that. Felt like it felt had, like friendship. She had a friend he, who he, was a black yeah. guy. Yeah, and, he had... You know, a real, uh, a real care. I think, I think, and can't... stories separate from hers, which right. for me is yeah. always, you right. know, the big question. It's kind of mm-hmm. the extension of the Black Dole test of, yeah, um, do they have a life outside of it's their true. association with the yeah. white character? And he had that whole bit with the cockroach, with the cockroach, that he was plan the it was so smart. It was like... so smart. I don't understand why he did not, when that plan failed, just put another cockroach in yeah, another yogurt. Uh, why did he? There were a lot of loose, a lot of loose threads. You're in Florida. You have access to roaches and and yogurt. Mm -hmm. He probably could have found a thumb and like really just coined that Wendy. If you go if you go vacationing at that particular lake where the cop was at, right, right, right. Apparently, floaters are a regular occurrence there. Yeah, and good old one scene Francis (laughs) Fisher. (laughs) Right? Okay. All right. I feel like we we got really we got really out out there. We need to we do need to address club. I know. And there's so much else. I know. I know. There's so many characters. So much else. Like what happened in this movie? Summarize the Burt Reynolds experience. We got We got to talk about this. So Burt Reynolds is a congressman. His name is David Dilbeck. Which He's is a Republican conversation. Perfect fucking I think name. Th- I thought the names in this movie were fucking like, great. Like yeah. I want to work them into a sketch. I'm sorry. David yeah. Dilbeck is one of the best Southern names I've ever heard besides um, Jefferson Beauregard. Totally. Session. Totally. <laughs> you know, totally. like there are totally. a few like Southern names that are like truly beautiful and like this is one of them. I also loved Judge Fingerhut. I did yeah. love Ginger. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loving the name. Loving the name. Um, so David Dilbeck is a Republican congressman who has yes. a a booby bar fetish. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a long-suffering assistant who carts him from place to place. He's got several handlers that are trying to keep him yeah. under control. He has evil handler, to... and then he has, like, smarmy handlers. He has smarmy yeah. put-upon handlers. Right. But I don't remember that guy's ethnic name. ethnic stereotype handlers. Mm-hmm. But they're all associated with the sugar people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, this is, I feel like we got to get so this just crazy. out of the way. I know it's insane, this plot. So <laughs> he's a so congressman who has been helping the, helping Big Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Florida. I'm not eating keep, you anymore, sugar. Right. This, my dick. Yeah, right? right? This is why you and, like, stopped eating sugar. Yeah. Ugh, supporting their really unfair bad. labor practices. <laughs> um, yeah. That was, I have to that up, Like, there were some serious fucking yeah. deep issues that this movie was oh, attempting God, to tackle. now you sound like to me. I'm just saying, <laughs> they, like, t- they had slavery in this movie, more Yeah, or less. there was like, literally shots of fucking slavery. This is a really important film. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Can you imagine if she had been up on stage trying to accept an award for it? <laughs> saying, this okay. is really important. No, real. need to shed a light on the sugar industry no. and how they exploit their that workers. That's the whole reason she did it. And uh, this one, this Emmy, this is for you. This Oscar is for you guys. Yeah. Just like walks off stage. Oh my God. Yes. No, yes, I love your true. I love your first impulse that the movie would get a theatrical release, but would only be good enough to get only an Emmy. Only good enough for the Emmys. Yeah. The true. Oscars and were like, like a, a 90s Emmy like, where, you know. I mean, if this had been on TV, though. It's not a peak TV movie. If this had been on TV, though. You know, it is silly, but the fucking shit in this movie is very relevant to our current situation. Oh, Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the 90s. Well, no, I feel like everyone in the 90s was like, la, 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 fingers in your ears. Like, nobody would have really paid too much attention to the idea of a corporation being almost like a mob character right yeah and to us that seems very like of course yeah that's totally how it works all of our bad guys are big business now exactly but in this time period that would have been something that people would have not really paid too much attention to i feel like Mm -hmm. and yet it's very truthful in a way that is a very good point um as Mm. well as several other things shit i want to talk about this you know what Fuck the plot of this movie. Fuck it. I'm it's seriously, so it's so bonkers. We can't. Okay, so uh, while we're talking about it, so <laughs> David Dilbeck is in. He's keeping Big Sugar going, right? You know, right. like he's their guy, so they got to keep him in in charge. He's got several handlers keeping him from getting in trouble. Yeah. He keeps going to these strip clubs and getting in trouble. We'll circle back to what happens at this strip club specifically. Um, oh fuck! I just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> There's too much going on in this movie. There's too just much. Too okay, much. wait. I think I might be able to help. I think I might be able to help. I think I can do this. All right, David Dilbeck. Wait, no, I you just it. remembered. What was it. it? I feel like the 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 Christians for Dilbeck scene. Oh my God! Yes, yes. Which I feel like you could literally pull that from. Like you could pull so Burt Reynolds scary. out and drop. Donald Trump, Trump in, in. What yeah, was it and they were playing or like Newt forward Gingrich. Christian soldiers. It was or forward, onward Christian yeah. soldiers. Yeah. Yes, so as creepy. he's shaking their hands with the Vaseline covered yeah. hand. Okay, again, I, okay, I, we, we do have to talk, talk about, about some other things before we get there. I just realized right. there's all this shit that happens that yeah. leads us to that mm-hmm. place. But anyway, all right, so let's go back to the strip club where we're first introduced uh, to him. Right. Ten minutes in. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, a, a drunk bachelor party is going on, mm-hmm. and there's uh, a congressman in disguise. Congressman, at a table well, he's, he's not in disguise at this point. He's just oh, fucking there. I thought he was in a hat. He was like in a hat. And You're glasses. right. He's wearing a hat and, and glasses. A I, it was basically a, a MAGA hat. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was such a Morals. terrible disguise, as mm-hmm. was the one he wears at the flesh 
farm yes. that I could not accept it as a disguise. Right. So there's a bachelor party there. Um, Demi is doing her awful, Oof. truly awful striptease. <laughs> and, and everybody loves her. She's so popular. She's got a creepy serial killer admirer. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah the guy who's like creepily writing her notes on cocktail mm-hmm. napkins. But is it creepy when she is confide, confiding the specific details of her child custody case to him? Like to Aaron creeper? struggles with boundaries. Yeah, she does. She does. But there's something very murdery about him. Oh, there's something very murdery. Yeah. Like, I, almost I thought feel that, like that was Dilbeck where the plot was did her go. a favor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I feel he like she really dodged a bullet there. Like yeah. he was like mm-hmm. moments away from keeping all of her toes in separate jars. Yeah, yeah. I don't on no, his I mean, window, and like sucking on them each night, yes. you know, mm-hmm. in a specific order. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 So, listen to too many crime podcasts lately. Bachelor party gets out of bachelor hand. Bachelor party gets out of hand. So I can't hand. believe we're still here. Bachelor party gets out of hand. Uh, one of the the ba- the, the bachelor. bachelor gets up on stage and tries to touch her, and uh, well, the bouncer Bing Rames succeeds yeah. in touching her, and she says, "Hands, hands." Bing Rames is. <laughs> Busy backstage with his monkey, which, by the way, we have not mentioned that Ving Rhames has oh, a right. monkey. Oh, right. There's a monkey. There's, There's a, a, monkey. a yeah. fucking monkey in this movie. It's just like its own it's character, too. It has its own yeah. storyline, too. It, it really it has, does. It There's has, like, so many monkey reaction shots <laughs> Lots in of cutaways. Movie. Lots like, of cutaways. Um, so uh, the bouncer is backstage, doesn't see this happen. Um, mm-hmm. Dil- D- uh, Dilbeck, Burt mm-hmm. Realm's character, who has become entranced by, as he calls by her, his, this, angel. his angel. His angel appeared. Um, Angel, pure delight. Yeah. Oh God. Burt so oh, Reynolds God. crushed this. Um, and he picks up a champagne oh, bottle and busts it over this guy's head. Yeah, like yeah. you do. And right. defending your lady, serial killer guy recognizes him, and then he gets yanked and out of the club. Takes a picture. Takes a picture because yeah. he has a camera. At the strip club. Which you're Wait, supposed when? to do, and right? No, you're not supposed yeah. to do that. And later, um, Armand Asante tells her that he had pictures of her all throughout his apartment. Which is, oh, yeah. Right. Which I is never just, made that connection. I was like, maybe yeah. he cut them out of the paper from no, when she was a FBI. No, he a camera like, to the eager beaver. I, didn't, oh. I don't know how she didn't see the flash, to be honest. Oh, you don't um, use a flash when you're taking a stage was, photo. Didn't he use a, didn't I mean, use it, a flash it totally drowns out the color scheme. Exactly. Does, you're, right. you're not going to get picture quality <laughs> out of that. No. You're just, it's going to just look right. awful and washed out. So Jerry out. takes the right. picture. Jerry, right. The so, serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so now we're into our plot, I guess. Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> Let me sure, just check not? in with our notes here. Doesn't somebody so Jerry... pull a gun out in this scene too? I oh yeah. Somebody pulls um, a gun out. Smarmy Dilbeck yes. assistant oh, yeah. pulls a gun out and says, I got this, I got this. And even uh, Ving Rhames is like, all right, bro, you take care yeah. of it. I was like, all right. I ain't dying at the shot. eager beaver. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And they, and they, and they haul him away. Um, so yeah. they, so we find out that what's his name again? I just knew Lopez. him as a, Lopez. Okay, so we find out that he's a Miami cop. <laughs> Your brain is resisting it because he's Irish and Italian. Yeah, I just yeah. thought he was yeah. Italian. I was yeah. very confused. I by just that. called him the cop. I was really confused by it. Yeah, mm. I, cop guy. Um, and so he digs the floater out of the lake, and uh, now we're into our detective portion, our our investigative our crime portion. drama portion. Yeah, mm-hmm. our uh, segment of the movie. Uh, and this is when he begins asking around, yeah. asking questions about these bodies. Yeah, this well, body. This well, there's body. there's yeah, going one. to be more. There's going to be more. There's but right now, more. it's just Jerry. Just so he Jerry. goes to Jerry's house, 
and we find out there's a whole bunch of pictures of Aaron. So mm-hmm. then he comes to the eager beaver, mm-hmm. where in the first 20 seconds of the conversation, he accuses Aaron of being a prostitute. Yeah. Yes. He's a real dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, this is not a meet cute for them. Not no. at all. Well, okay. I think this is a good time to bring this up. I appreciate that one. There's no romantic interest in this movie. None I, whatsoever. I fucking yeah. appreciate that I a lot. Especially there are considering her choices, it's for the best. Yeah, yes, that's right. true. There are two. I don't want to watch one. my own life story on a movie, <laughs> right? <you know? laughs> Actually, I was thinking about you when uh, with Dilbeck's Handler. I was like, we should get Hillary a Handler. <laughs> we really should. <laughs> Somebody to get get all the hot hot fresh yeah. lint that you need exactly yeah <laughs> god Ooh. yeah i could use some hot fresh lint i need a handler um please so email podcast at gmail.com uh, okay a bunch of stuff happens let's run through it briefly shall we Go for uh it. we got the yogurt shit okay we got yeah. bing rames right. going to the movie store and talking he to his lawyer to watch free willy he wants to watch free willy they nothing like a it. free willy joke um the secretary so uh, Ving Rhames has a, a shady lawyer. He wants mm-hmm. to sue a yogurt company by finding a roach in his yogurt. So he puts a roach in the yogurt. I like the, I can't remember his name, but I like the actor who plays the lawyer. He oh yeah, was, he was in yeah. everything so, in the 80s and he early really 90s. He really was. So annoying in, in this movie. Like yeah. when he yeah. was, when he died, I felt like this movie did me a favor. Yeah. I, I was like, thank God they, they just knew. ignored this plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so bored with him. Anyway, Ving Rhames goes in there with a drill in his hand. I don't know why can't explain it there are holes in the wall indicating that ving rames has drilled through the wall before oh i must have missed that yeah i didn't i clearly didn't have the hd scan Mm. i honestly think this part was like a joke of like your typical like thug coming in to harass a lawyer with a gun and like instead it's a drill so it's like this little comedic moment of him Holding a drill the yes, way you would use a gun to intimidate a person. I think yeah. that's accurate. And I, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up the word thug because I do, while I love Ving Rhames' character, I do feel like he falls into this sort of thug with a heart of gold yes. type. Like this type, this like type we've seen a bunch, which he mm-hmm. played. That actor has played a bunch. Right. Right. It bothered me because the lawyer says, um, shows him the picture of David Dilbeck. The lawyer plans to use a photo of David Dilbeck assaulting the guy that was trying to touch Aaron uh, to blackmail him and then they're going to split the money. And he shows him the picture of David Dilbeck and Shad doesn't know who he is. Right. And the lawyer says, don't you follow politics? And Shad says, do I look like I follow politics? And it's like, well, maybe, dude. I don't know your life. But then later... He might be very into monkey's rights. Right. Yeah. And then later, when Irish Lopez shows yeah. the same picture to Aaron, Aaron doesn't know who David Dilbeck is. But she worked for the fucking FBI. Yeah, and it's like, doesn't she vote? Like, if John Lewis was attacking people in a strip club, I would know who he is oh, in that I would picture. Know in a heartbeat. But you would. But, but nobody criticizes Aaron lo- for not knowing who That's the true. congressman is. And, I think, and meanwhile, I think Shad's taking shit for it. I, I think it speaks to the fact that probably most people don't know what their congressman yeah. looks like. Right. Honestly. Unless you're lucky enough to have John Lewis. Yeah. That's true. We all... In the failing fourth. Um, so the lawyer is wanting to get in on some kind of blackmail, right. which is basically what Jerry was going to try to do. Jerry the floater, yeah. we, we, who we but talked Jerry about. Jerry was doing later. it for altruistic and also serial killer reasons. Yeah. Yes. Whereas um, the lawyer just wants money. That's true. Right. Which I, I'm fine with. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, like get just yours. don't kill her. Yeah, you know. Get well, yours. that's that's basically yeah. Shad's uh, opinion is mm-hmm. that he's fine with you know squeezing the congressman as long as yeah. we keep airing out. Like of it. I'm fine with it. It's like a I modern mean, day we, Robin Hood. I mean, if you we know? had information on Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Oh, but in this day and age, there's nothing there's you can blackmail nothing. a Republican with. I know. Apparently not. I mean, they've really like, like clearly they've they've I mean slashed if, and burned it all. At isn't this point. Anthony Weiner a fucking Democrat too? I mean, there's nothing yeah. you can even do a Democrat with. He was in office for so long, even after yeah. all the shit he pulled. I it, feel like it we, was the final straw after like time number eight. I feel like we missed an important opportunity to mention that in the scene with Dilbeck when they're talking about Jerry before Jerry gets killed. There is actually a signed picture of Newt Gingrich I on saw that. Dilbeck's Ugh. desk. I look. I know this oh is a ridiculous, campy, stupid movie um, with a, a nonsense plot. But I swear but to you, this details. this there was plot, some smart moments. This plot about a corrupt congressman who's so fucking stupid. Does he? He literally does nothing intelligent in this whole movie no. he's no. just being propped up by a corporation mm. and the people around him who have been hired to keep him looking mm-hmm. all he does is smile at people and shake their hands right and i think that's what the While movie his beleaguered wife sits in dc who we never meet no yeah mary um, pat i did remember her name because they were good with names See, in this again, movie mary pat dilbeck mary that's pat dilbeck awesome is a great name. name that's very southern but yeah he's disgusting he's stupid he, he's corrupt and mm-hmm. that is what I feel like that is the whole point yeah. he says at one point but they're putting I just love actual naked pl- women it's a character flaw right and I feel like this echoes so much the like grab her by the pussy moment oh for sure I'm just like I oh god it makes me so mad I feel like I'm watching I felt like I was watching out. a fucking documentary about our president at mm-hmm. times yeah I mean, the similarities started in politics and not reality. Which is why the Donald Trump reference was a little terrifying. It was weird. It just popped out. It was out of nowhere. And and it's like the only truly believable thing in this movie is, Mm -hmm. yeah, I believe that Daryl would be friends with Donald Trump. That tracks. Well, the only thing that's not believable is we know Donald Trump would never play polo because he doesn't do sports. He eats fried food and grabs pussies. He likes Mm -hmm. golf. That's true. He does like golf. He, he does, does like a good point. Could you imagine him on a horse? He would a never lot. ride a horse. Never. Yeah. Can you imagine him on a horse? Oh my god! The that wind. Poor horse. The wind would tear. <laughs> the wind would tear his hairpiece right off. Right off. It's it's that elevation. Once you get above a certain point, the wind is stronger. It's true. Like There's no spirit made out of gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. The horse, the horse just would just collapse. collapse under the saddle. He'd be like, "Thank oh, you for akimbo." <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming down to my level. <laughs> just sit on it. So, and actually, this is kind of, we we get, this is when we get into the other strip club, the Flesh Barn. The Flesh Farm. The Flesh Farm. I keep Which wanting to call it the Flesh Barn. scarier. Yeah. Than, well, there's snakes, for one either. thing. Right. Yeah. Can we talk about the snake? Should we talk about the snake? Wow. Monty? Yeah. We should talk about the snake. He has an important role in this movie. Yeah. So, their star attraction at the Flesh Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is does this little snake handler dance with? Yeah. I don't know Did snakes. It? So a boa well, his constrictor. Name, his name is Monty. A, his yeah, name I is Monty. Yeah, I think it's a boa constrictor because yeah. yeah. yeah, it it tries to choke her later. And, Definitely constricts. And he yeah. slithers about her body, very slave for you style. Oh yeah, for sure. Which did but Britney he's, steal this? Yeah, I think Britney stole this. And yeah, um. He's, got a definite butt fetish though, yeah but like. then oh, he yeah. had the added move that britney's python didn't know <laughs> no. about and like where you not? go 
through the legs and up the butt crack. Yeah. And that was was tremendously unappealing. Yeah. I have to feel bad for this actress. I'm not sure if she went into this knowing she was going to have a snake in her butt crack. Now, see, I was thinking that much like Pandora Peaks, this was a special skills hire. Oh, you yeah. think so? She they hired a woman who does snake work, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well that makes sense, right? And then fake Monty later because the manager of the Eager Beaver is it okay if I tell plot here? I'm just oh trying yeah, to I feel like we're it. just I feel like we're just <laughs> no, we've got to just get. To I feel it. like we're just flopping around yeah. with this plot. Manager this of Eager Beaver tries to poach her, succeeds in poaching her from uh-huh. the flesh Indeed. farm. Yes, um, and in retaliation. The manager of the flesh farm, who is Asian, just because I felt like we should point out any time there is a non-Caucasian representation. And yeah, super racist as a character. Super racist presentation. Sure. As Um, was the businessman who finds himself in Aaron's crotch. Anyway, side note. Sorry. And uh, so he uh, murders Monty. And then the owner of the uh, and then the owner of the eager beaver sends Shad to the all-night snake farm right? to pick up a replacement. Which is a totally believable thing, I think, that they have in Florida. All-night Do you snake guys farm not know sure. where your totally. local yeah. all-night snake farm is? Well, not is? here. If I don't I were live a Floridian, in Florida. I absolutely yeah. would. I mean, I'm pretty I sure there's a night market in Piedmont oh, I'm Park sure where you can just like pick up. No, a, I'm sure it's just like a fireworks stand. Like as soon yeah. as you cross the Georgia-Florida line, all-night snake, snake, snake farm. Snake farm. Snakes right. for days. <laughs> Um, and, but of course they don't tell the dancer who is accustomed to working with Monty that her snake has been replaced and the snake attacks her. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who saw that coming? Yeah. But they go there. Like I was like, oh, it's, it's going to choke her a little bit and they're going to take it off. But it like almost kills her. her. But they're like, this is good. This is good entertainment. We're just going to let this play out. Let's see what happens. The crowd is going wild. Yeah. Yeah, The crowd is loving loving it. it. By yeah. the time they get that snake off of her, her neck is bruised. bruised. Like she is like we on the verge her. of death. Yeah. And yeah. they're like icing her neck. And she's like, who was that? That wasn't Monty. And then I'm like legitimately feeling bad for her. Right? Yeah, like I was emotionally Monty, invested yeah, in that relationship. When you have enough trust with a snake for it to go up your butt. I know. Right? Several times a night. She clearly raised that snake from mm-hmm. a, from an egg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we got a couple daughter, of dead right? people now, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Judge Lawyer's dead. Dies. So we haven't really talked about mm-hmm. this, but the congressman... You know, people have been trying to blackmail him, and so his handler has been killing people and dumping yeah. them in the water mm-hmm. to get him out of this jam. All on handler, the orders. You, guys? I know for real. you do. Think of all the people you could have the killed. loose ends I you have could such have a tied list. up. Like mm-hmm. like Ari Stark. Like I just lay in bed at night. I feel like I wouldn't them. abuse that power at first. Donald Trump. And then Donald I Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> My list power. is just Donald Trump on repeat. Yeah, and then I get uh, like and, a and Ann Coulter. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, on the advice on the on the orders of Big Sugar, who mm-hmm. want to keep him in office, they have all these people killed. So the yeah. corporation is sort of like a mob in this, in the um, yeah. acting as a mob in this sense. And uh, Aaron, oh, here's why. She, okay, this is what we didn't talk about. We'll get to SeaWorld. Here's what we didn't talk about. We talked a little bit about the shower. She's like dancing to Annie Lennox uh-huh. after she gets out of the shower. As she always does. Um, this is at this point, and this is when my husband came in last yeah. night during my second viewing of this, and he was like, 
he was like, you know, I think I only saw this on TV because I don't remember her boobs being in this movie. And I'm like, oh, no, there are like, <laughs> oh. straight up boobs. Yeah. He must have watched and like, the 30 And we get bare ass version. in that scene. And bare mm-hmm. ass, yeah. yeah. So she's dancing, uh, not doing the most effective job with the hair dryer. I feel like no, the way she's no, pointing no, at it is no. not an effective way to and dry her hair. she's got super long hair, so, so she long. needs to be doing the yeah. perfect side. If I did that, yeah. I would just look like a poodle, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, detective shows up to give her some good news and some mediocre news. Yeah. Yeah. The good news is her husband has been kicked off the vice squad, which is what she wanted because now she can prove that he's a dirtbag and she can get her daughter back. Mm. Right. Mediocre news, and I'm not really sure if that's mediocre, but okay, is that Judge Fingerhut, let's just take a moment for that name again and how brilliant it is. Great. Judge Fingerhut has had a heart attack at a porno theater. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. is now dead, and so her case is now going to take six months to be heard. Instead of six weeks. Right. Because what? Judge Fingerhut was the only family court judge in Florida? I, don't... I think so. I guess so. Okay. The rest mm-hmm. of them are on um, standard ground cases. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that tracks. Yeah. So she decides to snatch that kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she goes over Which... to Rita's. <laughs> I would, I would like to I would like to give a quick play by play here because this has bothered the hell out of me. Please do. Mm-hmm. So Aaron goes to Rita's. Yeah. She hides in the back of the Sanford and Son truck. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Rita runs past with a wolf. Well, with the German Shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron then goes into the trailer. Mm-hmm. We do a quick cut yeah. to yeah. then Aaron running back out of the trailer with Angela and a bunch of Angela's shit. Yep. The mm-hmm. Sanford and tr- Son truck is gone, and Aaron's Volvo yeah. is now parked and running directly <laughs> in front of the trailer. Oh, good point. I'm going to have to say How, that- huh? Uh, I'm gonna have to say that that limo driver helped her out much like he does at the end of them. Yeah, in the movie. The, you Boom. mean the Scientologist limo Plot driver? Tied up. Oh yeah, the Scientologist. <laughs> the Scientologist. The L. Ron Hubbard. I was like, he's fucking reading Dianetics. Oh my god. Yeah, I just want to get him out. Like, talk to Leah Remini. Get okay, out, get so out. maybe like she like employed some thetans. Oh, and made for it sure. Happen. She yeah. got the thetans involved. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't. I didn't even notice that. This is how mm. little attention I paid to the details I of this movie. I yeah. stopped and rewound it, and I'm like, did I did I just too. See what I was I like, did I, I just saw? see Dianetics in its original <laughs> no, not form? No, that, no, the that disappearing oh. Sanford and Son. Oh well, that's, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> oh, I was shocked man. by the Dianetics thing. I was just like, what? <laughs> that was so commonplace. Apparently, it's just like right there. The disappearing Again, didn't even catch. Florida. Uh, Florida, Florida, but also maybe somebody in the film is. Probably. A Scientologist. Possibly. Hollywood people. Uh, yeah, it's probably a lot of them. Let's be real. At, this is the point where Dilbeck, who knows that at this point that several people have approached him to blackmail him for being at the, the strip club, but mm-hmm. this yeah. seems... But he wants to suspend his campaign <laughs> yeah. to pursue Aaron one night with getting her. Yeah. Yeah. One night with her. And he will not resume campaigning no. until he gets it. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, he needs something to tide him over. Something personal. Something personal. Something extraordinarily personal. So we take a trip to the laundry mat. I think this, Which, this, this is fresh scene, hot lint time. Yeah, this scene <laughs> did not go where I thought it was going to go, you guys. I didn't either. I was like, could you not have creeped in there like an hour earlier and gotten some panties? I like know. a respectable human? Right? I was like, he's going to take clean panties? That's weird, but fine. Like, whatever. What if it gets you off? You know? 
Yeah, so she's in there doing laundry with her daughter at the public. If this is a yeah. if this is an ad for why you shouldn't do your laundry at a public laundromat, <laughs> I, I don't know, know what yeah. is. God, it's like the time that I went downstairs here because there's a lot washer dryer downstairs. I came down and all of my underwear was folded on the top of the dryer. <sighs> that is oh. fucking nightmare. It was so scary. All the rest of my clothes were still drying, but somebody had gone in and picked out all of the underwear and folded it on top. And like I, in my head, I just keep telling myself it's like one of the nice ladies that lives downstairs, and it's not that weird. But like it was no, it's that weird, Hillary. It's totally that weird, Hillary. You have a Jerry in your building. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is all. Yeah, I think I know who it was. This is like a long time ago. I think I know which neighbor it was. Was it the Was it the poltergeist? Yes, it was. It was the poltergeist that lives in my building. Just folds underwear just to be helpful. I need one of those. (laughs) Um. So he sends his handler to get something personal, which he look. Ordinarily, I don't love camera angles that are from the perspective of like a refrigerator or something like that yeah i liked the washer cam yeah yeah so we see my from fiance ins- is a filmmaker and it was like one of the and he sat and watched this movie oh. in total <laughs> silence <laughs> did he enjoy the film school style lighting because that's what i noticed but then when they did the inside the yeah. washer or the inside the dryer shot he yeah. went Oh, that's a good shot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was like well, the was first it. time he spoke yeah. in an hour and fifteen. Well, minutes. what worked about it is he scoops out the lint, and then you see him just like walking away in the distance, and you have this long shot of him, sort of in this like fisheye perspective, yeah. just feeling like a complete just, asshole. Like right. this is my is this really my life? The yeah. handler's like this I'm is like the most embarrassing and banging his fucking head against job. the wall. God. It's pretty great. I think the fresh hot lint. Fresh hot lint. Is a great way to segue into the um, Christians for Dillbeck. Well, he like, he gets in that lint. Oh, yeah. Gets in it. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to go downstairs and give a speech to the Christians who are talking about the Christians. great man. Well, they seem like the, these type mm-hmm. of Christians. Look, hey. I'm, they seem I, sincere. Th- yeah, there. Yeah. No, no, no. There are Christians in this world that are normal people, and then there are these guys in mm-hmm. this movie. And I don't, I don't relate to them. Nope. I don't understand them. Nope. No. Uh, anyway, so they are doing one of those fundraiser rally things for Christians that like to push Republican candidates. Mm-hmm. The joke being that this guy is a complete and total dirtbag yeah yes. remember when that was funny yeah and oh, so then smarmy days. assistant yeah. goes upstairs mm-hmm. to retrieve david dilbeck uh-huh. and finds him in his hotel room wearing boxer shorts cowboy boots and a cowboy hat i would call it a vinyl vest yeah maybe, and then like, like yeah like a pleather yeah. vest yeah maybe. something you'd get yeah. in a costume shop yeah and covered from face to foot in Vaseline. Shiny and greasy. Which And I- once again, Burt Reynolds went there. Committed a hundred percent. And another scene where the sound effects of it in the shoes <laughs> because was the a boots little are too filled much. With I would Vaseline. argue that the sound designer of this movie also deserves an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely, so, I second that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Agree. He's he's got the Vaseline in his boots. They're yeah. squishing around. Yeah, and he is just nose deep in that lint. Yeah, and he has already made love. To the lint. Indeed. Yes. And 
I, which, how do you make love to lint? I want to know. I imagine it's kind of like you, like you wrap it around. Yeah. Yeah. Smarmy um, assistant convinces him to get dressed and go downstairs. Well, he quits. Kind of. Yeah. Wait, he, does he quit? He yet? quits. He says, mm-hmm. I did not oh, that's when he quits. get into yeah. politics yeah, to uh, cover up for a gross old fuck like you or something. Yeah. And that's he hands he in said. his pin. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so then I presume that... Uh, mean henchman then has to come in and hose him down and put him in a suit right and the best but they don't hose him down right well, not his hands the only because the only laugh out loud like cackle oh moment i had in this God, movie was when he goes downstairs and meets the Christians. Mm-hmm. They start playing onward Christian soldiers. Oh my God, could not and be more perfect. shaking hands with everyone in the room and every single person he shakes hands with has a skeezed out reaction and they look at their own hands. <laughs> and they're and like they wiping it. And everybody's wipe it wiping it on napkins and on their pants. God, it it gets great. me now. That was a funny scene. And very... Poignant yes. in terms mm-hmm. of like the 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 things you're willing to put up with. Yeah, to because prop their up. hands will never be clean again. Exactly, it's a fucking it's metaphor. A fucking metaphor, yeah. assholes. Um, but you know, I some Pontius Pilate shit right there. I give the movie credit for working this shit in, and it works yep. for me. It yeah. works for me. This yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this, this because of really the humor, worked. the humor makes it work. Yeah. Um. All right. So what happens after this Vaseline stuff? Oh, real quick. The last time we were at the club, um, uh, Dina Waters, I forget her character, Monique Jr. Monique Jr. says Michael Jordan's at table eight. Oh, right. And she's wearing the vinyl white vinyl suit. Right. Yeah. And then they cut to the floor. And as they pan past, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was actually, was actually at, table at the table eight. Yeah. I know. I saw that too. And I was like, holy fuck. How did I they d- get him in this movie? I didn't see it. I just read it in the trivia. Yeah. Was he traveling no, I... with Francis Fisher that weekend? He must like... have been. But no, he was in the movie and he was, they actually, he was supposed to be credited. This is the trivia read. They was supposed to be credited, but and then what he there was some it? discussion. Like, I think like. Whoever he was, like the Bulls or whatever, whoever he was employed by at the time didn't want his name in the movie. So they just removed him from the credits. He became an uncredited cameo, although he's still mentioned in the film. Yeah, that was insane. That was insane because I literally I did not catch him, that in I was 1996. Like, I was yeah. like, he was in, um, what was that? Toon, the Looney Toon, Tunes. The Looney Tunes. Oh, Space, 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 Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. I was like, he was in Space Jam around Seals the same time. Because that's what I was watching at this time when you guys mm. were seeing striptease in the theater. I was sitting in my room watching Space Jam. That's where I knew him from. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's where you knew Michael Jordan from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the first time I was. <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan. Him. You mean from Space Jam? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that really is the I top credit. I was like, credit. oh, he yeah. must be a basketball player. <laughs> Interesting. My dad actually currently is uh, coaching the high school football team that uh, I have not been in high school in a very long time, but he still works there. <laughs> still, still hoping still... to get that son that'll yep. be the quarterback. Yep. He's got like thirty of them on the football team now. <laughs> Just hangs out what with he them always, every Friday. What he always wanted. He at the fish fry. The office. Yeah. Uh, well, at the fish fry, yeah. But I get the free food there. That's good. I get the free food. They just get to enjoy them on the field. Let's I mean, play a generic a... version of Candyland together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's a good segue because now we're back at the club. 
Uh-huh. Or yet another awkward Annie Lennox striptease. Jesus. And <laughs> only this time she's brought her kid to work yeah. with. Is her. this it's the bird one? Yeah. The bird one, yes. The this is the one she was rehearsing at home. Yeah. And now we see so the utterly joyless version. It's the only time I've ever yeah. seen something be better in rehearsal than it was yeah. on the yeah. night of the performance. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, like the audience didn't help here. Oh, no. you should see the rehearsal footage of Gimme More at the 1997 VMAs what? when they had to rehearse with Britney's stand in. And so you see the rehearsal of what the performance was supposed to be before Britney showed up. Poor thing. It was a really good number. It was really pumping her full of so many drugs. So she's brought her daughter to work, Mm -hmm. as you do. Like it's bring your daughter to work day. Quick sidebar on that. So (laughs) (laughs) the other dancers are babysitting Angela. Yeah, they're doing an okay job. They are, but I love that Milton Bradley would not give clearance for them to use close-ups of their games oh yeah mm-hmm. so in the wide shots they're playing shoots and ladders oh. and Candyland, mm-hmm. and in the close-up close shots they're playing whatever the fuck whatever that the was i was like <laughs> trying to figure it out i was like what are the rules to this I game i know i was doing all the i same see are thing. footprints <laughs> right it was shoots and ladders but with footprints right is what it was i was like looking and at in it the I was wide like, shot weird. it still shoots and ladders yeah. and then later it's Candyland in the I'm wide like, shot and then in the close-up it looks like twister Right. On a game board. It was very strange. It was very strange. Um, So Aaron has not told Angela what that she's at a strip club. I think I got the sense that she knows and that she wants to watch. uh But the other dancers have been instructed to tell her. No. To keep her away. That mommy's right. working, mommy's working, but, but she's not. Well, I imagine Daryl's probably been talking about it at home, like, your I'm mother sure, the stripper. Yeah. I'm sure she knows. Mm-hmm. If, as much as a seven-year-old can okay, know what a stripper fair, is. At the beginning of the movie, in our first, I think in the beach conversation, um, Angela doesn't know what snatch means. Um, and if you don't know what snatch means, you don't know what exotic you dancing is. You do not know is. your no. way around a strip club. No, that's true. No. That's yeah. good point. Because then when Aaron kidnaps her, she says, Mommy, did you snatch me? And mm-hmm. Aaron's like, yes. That's a great impression of her. She sounded yeah. just like that. Yeah. And Aaron's like, yes, yes, <laughs> <She's> I did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. found myself wondering about the history of the stripper pole. Like, when did that happen? Like, why did we decide we needed a fireman's pole in the middle of a new dancing woman show. Maybe there was just one really randy fire station. Yeah. yeah. And it started it all. It just it started seems like a strange thing to cut. Like it Some wouldn't like be like Gibson a Gibson girl just yeah. swinging around. That I mean, it thing. wouldn't yeah. be a prop that's just lying around is what I'm saying. Yeah. You'd have like, to where do you get a, consciously like, incorporate it, it into the structure. Yeah. Was it a tree first? Was like, it a ballet bar first? Well, and they realized really it have... wasn't as effective. <laughs> you don't have to incorporate it into the structure. You can just install one i uh have definitely been to a frat house that installed one and threw a very exciting party very dear friend who has a who has one in her fitness studio and um yep that's become a fitness fitness craze now she and her husband big fans huge fans Mm. she can do a little show for him just for herself just like aaron yeah i No, I was just remembering how, like, Aaron. after we watched this movie last night, my husband was like, hey. And I was like, no, not after this movie. 
of he's like he was. he was like it's not about the movie and i'm like no really You're this like, is of like of course it is about this the is movie, like Chris. This is the anti... Because this is not a sexy movie. No. No, it's I, not. Mm-mm. Anyway. No. Um, all right, there so... a lot of boobs, but it wasn't sexy. No. Like, somehow Game of Thrones manages to do because, it while being gross and sexy, but because this movie doesn't. we were observing the boobs, and I would argue that there were some shots where I think they were trying to be like, look at Demi Moore's gorgeous boobs. Oh, yeah, but, the first time yeah. they were unveiled... Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. where the music yeah. kicked in and the spotlight yeah. was on the yeah. boobs. But I think overall, when you were at the strip club, it was more like we were an observer and they weren't mm-hmm. like trying to super right. m- sexual. Like yeah. This it's, wasn't like her sex scenes, excuse me, her sex scenes in Indecent Proposal. No, it was yeah. not like that. Which was meant to be really right. super sexy. It was meant to be campy and maybe titillating, but not sensual. I am still yeah. confused as to what... Her intent as a performer was for me in yeah. her stripping numbers. I am I, also confused. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like, like I have a pretty so- that I felt like it was pretty solidly think, communicated to me. I do not think Demi Moore has a well sense placed. of the absurd Mm-mm. enough to justify your explanation. I think you're smarter than Demi Moore. I'm sorry. Well, I do. I mean, even uh, if she didn't know it, I think that's what the director was going for. Maybe. I buy that because feathers. Feathers. And then what's next? Dilbeck's offer? Let's see. I think we get, yes. Yeah. I think what happens is she, well, she. this is the same night. She falls, the, Angela falls asleep. She takes her up to bed. She finds the note. The detective has already told her right. that the congressman is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he's several had all these people, people killed. Died. Yeah. Have she they seen the, the lawyer's loud, body at really this helpful. point? Mm-hmm. Have they seen the lawyer's body at this point? Uh yes, I think so. Uh Armando that movie. Armando Sante has warned her about the congressman. He's yeah. left a note saying that he well, it does it's actually not written by him. It's written by someone else right. talking about him in the third person. Cuz we don't know that Dilbeck knows how to write. Yeah, that's true. He probably yeah, doesn't. Yes. Um and he certainly doesn't have hand- handwriting like that. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um he's basically what he's offering is a discreet private dance mm-hmm. for $2,000. I'd do it. Yeah, I'd do it. Mm-hmm. No. I Well, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I just... Just a dance. I know. I would do Ew, it. Creepy. Just a dance. No, and no. I will come with you and stand outside. I'm sorry. And no. if anything goes wrong... I know people who have been on seeking arrangements, and they've done a lot more for a lot less. Yeah. I know. And I still As would. Well, that's, I still look, would. This was the 90s. That, that, that shows you the effect of the internet economy. Right. Okay, it's yeah, the freelance right. internet right. economy. You just can't it used to be get two thousand for a private dance you, on your coffee table. You can't get a man to give you two thousand for that anymore. He's going to no. charge you. He's going to ask fifty, a hundred tops. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'd still do it. This Plus is when we two thousand dollars in nineteen ninety six. That's like probably like thirty two hundred now. Yeah, you could put a down payment on a house with that. No, you can't. Well, you could do not then. buy a house. <laughs> then you rent controlled freak. I've never lived it. I'm you never leaving here. I'm like, I'm like never leaving here. I'm like, what house are you talking about? <laughs> no, in nineteen ninety six. I'm not sure that Comcast will turn you, you on have. for thirty two. No, no, probably not. You're right. You're talking about like. A storm shelter, perhaps. (laughs) I would live in a storm shelter, guys, if I owned it. 
Lucky mine. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> no wonder you do lap dances for Burt Reynolds. Clearly, your I would. Standards are just all for over like the fifty place. bucks. Just like that's dinner, you know. Mm. I don't have a problem with other people who are comfortable with doing that. Uh-huh. I just like. I don't like I don't. doing things for other people. Well, no right. one would ever ask it's me just, to do that. Like generally, mm. I don't really like it. Right. I mean, in many situations. Mm-hmm. As a mother, I'm forced to do it, but I'm just not. I don't. I. 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 I don't like the idea of being possessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. It's I, not something I like to play into. I don't take myself seriously enough to actually get paid to do any of these things. You know, like I would never. No one would ever offer me that. That's true. No, it would I would be an actual comedy striptease, and like right. there'd be a rubber chicken involved. Like hilarious. it would be ridiculous. I would, yeah, would I would be very proud. Yeah, I would put on a market. I would be very proud of that. Would be smart and sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it would be like a throwback to Pussy Riot. Like there would be a whole like storyline, but no one else would appreciate that, and no one right. would pay me to do it. The Dilbex right. of the world Never. would. I don't know. You'd be his angel. <laughs> uh, we're in Georgia. It, we are rife with Republicans here, <laughs> and no true. one is like beating no down my door to do a striptease <laughs> for him. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, okay. So this is when we get this well, is if you are interested, you can reach the feminine <laughs> podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um Please. send let me know. I'll take your money. Send you pictures very of, send pictures of your piles of cash. Yeah. And all of your favorite Annie Lennox songs. Yes. Yes, please. I'll You'll choreograph only some do dances it to Annie that Lennox. only to Annie Lennox. <laughs> um so we get a couple of private dances. Yeah. The first one being this uh this one uh What's his well, face? Shad. Shad is involved. She goes, Shad she goes with Shad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get a very. Involved. He goes as like her bodyguard. Well, we get a very homophobic pat down there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're like, For sure. we're going to have to pat you down. And he's like, all right, sure. And then they go to pat <laughs> him down. <laughs> and like, he literally is like pushes on his chest, turns around, like pushes on his back and is like, you're good. I'm like, is that where people store their guns in the 90s? Just like on your pectoral muscles? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a very hidden place. You know? Yeah. Um, I did like the George Bush, Barbara Bush joke. I enjoyed that. Did you that. catch that? You did it? I liked oh. the callback later. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was funny. That didn't make me laugh, oh. but later it got a chuckle I just get a kick out oh, of being wait, delivering. That she, right. yeah, Plus okay, I, I love a callback. I will That's always, true. I yeah. will always fall for a callback. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They, when Familiar. They were sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have done it three times. That's yeah, really they yeah, missed, really. They, missed, they made, made a mistake there. So she goes in. Um, I, at, it's at this point. So she takes in one off of my her jacket. Aaron outfits. Yeah, she's got this mm-hmm. black sparkly like, crappie top. More than like a crop top. Mary like Marianne from you... Gilligan's Island. Tied yeah. Top and a matching little mini. Mm-hmm. And it's a good look. Well, yeah. this look. at this point, I'm feeling like they're really nailing the exotic dancer wardrobe. But then totally. I started to ask myself, is this an exotic dancer wardrobe or is this just normal attire for Florida? Right. Right. And it's is this hard to Aaron's say. wardrobe. And if so, I think we have some answers about why she got fired from the FBI. Right. Yeah. Well, I she had more the to idea do. that she was Constantly wearing this. Wearing to the yeah. yeah, she's like, Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Coffee. Um, so she shows up in her little black number and <laughs> doing uh, like lunges at her desk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aaron has to work out seven hours. Oh my god, I know. I just to keep that physique. She just right. like doesn't sleep. Yeah. She's like a bat. Like she's doing she just like squats <laughs> off for a few minutes and comes back on and is like, lunges, lunges. 
so what do we what do we want to say about this first dance here? I mean, I there's a lot of info. I want to say that she asks Dilbeck if he likes the art- artist formerly known as Prince. Which made me laugh. And then they couldn't get the rights to Prince, and they have the saddest sound alike in the style So I was confused Prince. about that. I was like, isn't that a Prince song? Because this is, yeah. if it is, this is the worst Prince song it's I've ever heard. It's an awful Prince song. I've never heard this one. It it's so bad. It is a sad approximation of a Prince song. Well, I was like. Sung, I think, like, by a woman. You well, could have picked anyone else, you know? I know. Well, I think they wanted the artist formerly known as Prince Joke in there, maybe, was the deal. Yeah, I think so. But I was like... Because he wanted her to strip to Dean Martin. No, it was Dino. Yeah. It was Dino. Yeah. Uh, Because they were probably friends. Oh, I'm sure. They were probably old old chums at the soda shop. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was just like, she can't even pick a good Prince song, for God's sakes. I think she mm -hmm. could. And then, like, (laughs) they didn't check with Prince. They didn't check with Milton Bradley. There was no clearance on this movie. They made a lot of assumptions. There was like, we need to get some cutaways to that board. Yeah, there's like a PA on set flipping through a clipboard, like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have the release here. Yeah, um, there is I just, no I way we're getting I, we sexy motherfucker like, for this movie. We cannot <laughs> use that song. Like, I know, I don't know what to tell you, but like, she can sing. She does a pretty good impression of Prince. She's like, have her do it live. It's fine. It's fine. You know? And then they press the demo button on yeah. a Casio. Exactly. There's somebody <laughs> off stage just like singing. <laughs> I was like, seriously, I don't recognize this song so Sexy weird. song this must be a super b-side this is a real deep cut um well during this dance we get some info information uh, well he gives her information mm-hmm. she's like lint. teasing him well before we get th- he's like telling her like i know about your daughter this is all very uh, sexy pillow talk yeah i mm-hmm. know about your daughter I can help you get your daughter back. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, a, re- a little bird told me about it. So, like, he's, like, giving her a lot of information. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. an evil henchman is upstairs listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in he also, skylight. in the skylight, and he also tells her that he has some of her fresh, hot lint. Ooh. And she gets And at this point, upset. she is tits out. Yeah. Yeah, tits out. And she's like, you took my lint how dare you well no I she takes the scene she takes her high heel mm-hmm. and she's like close your eyes i have a surprise for you <laughs> and he does and then she whacks the fuck out of his she hand does. with a stiletto mm-hmm. yeah and i she's thought it was like, funny you ever invade my privacy again i'll kill you yeah you thought that was funny yeah that I, was not funny. look i am team demi <laughs> i liked that it's that demi. i i like I liked that moment. It's I thought short she, for Demetria. Demi, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi was... It's like finding out Rihanna's real name is Robin, you know? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, her name is Robin Rihanna Fen- Fenty. Huh. Like why her new beauty line is named that. I read an article about it today. It no was way. like, no white people know this. And I was like, I didn't. <laughs> good <laughs> call. True. I am a good white Blavity, person. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, so she at this point gets upset, puts her clothes back on, and decides to leave. And he invites her to come back. Yeah, for yeah. five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars again would do. 100%. And she's like, and no sex. I might for five thousand. He's 000. like, yeah, no sex. I promise. But we all know. Yeah, and she knows. We all and everybody know. knows. He's gonna try him. I thought and put that. His penis I, in I thought he, that she was just gonna dance for. Mm-hmm. Five thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm naive. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Um, so. Uh, and then basically she's back again. She's back mm-hmm. again. In the meantime, we didn't really get to this, but her ex-husband at one point assaults her in the car. Oh, right. I completely yeah, forgot Because no, but she never lets anybody walk into her car. Every time she goes outside, somebody's like, and can I walk you to your like, car? And she's like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> and then like Jerry the Creeper murderer right. approaches her. And then the next time her fucking ex-husband tries to cut her head off. Right. Tries to cut her head off. Um, Shad breaks his arm. So oh, they've yeah. Got, they've got Daryl for assaulting her and threatening her life with a mm-hmm. knife. And still it's like, oh, but I better keep my nose clean because there's no way I'm getting custody. And yeah, like, um, I know. That part to me was super realistic. When the cop was like, yeah, until he kills you, we can't do anything. And I was like, yeah, yeah sounds about right. Yeah, and I mean, that, that really is the unfortunate thing right. uh, about it an, is that un- you still wouldn't qualify for a restraining order. Most no, likely, he, even if they he wouldn't do anything. a knife I, to your throat. Yeah. They're like, so, oh, he just bummer. held a knife to your throat. Are you sure? But did you, you actually was it cool with was that it your, being was in it the your movie, time at the, the month and you were Pandora maybe mistaken? Peaks turning tricks on the side is like, that has no place here. Well, I... I, I agree. The tone is a little off. <laughs> I think Pandora Peak's presence, it was part of the, essentially, the, the thing that that kind of pointed it out as, at a, out as a bit of a freak show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think that's as far as they wanted to go with that. Mm-hmm. The husband uh, almost, I mean, they treated Darryl the assault a in bag. a comedic way. Yeah, but Daryl being never a dirtbag t- going to Daryl being violent. With yeah, her it was different. Was like it was, that was a leap. Which, it was which takes a bit us toward the original ending, but right, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Um, I what was the original ending. Get, the only one oh gosh, no, oh my I, God. we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. Get I'll there, tell we'll you. Um, yes, it was a bit extreme, know. to be honest with you. Frankly, I found their bouncing back between him being. A, a, a domestic abuser oh, yeah. and a buffoon to be mm-hmm. very unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for me. But yeah, in this case, they were going full domestic abuser. Like he was going to cut her throat, but they were still training it comedically, which yeah. was very bizarre and something we see commonly in other know, movies where right. domestic abuse is treated as something comedic. Yeah. And. Was- Go was ahead. it even illegal at this point? It was it was sometime in the nineties where it did where spousal rape became a thing. Yes, but that's just it. Like, we're not talking about sexual assault, right. which there were some really draconian laws on the books. Yeah. We're talking about threatening her with a knife to her throat. You're right. You're right. That is different. With, You're right. Murder no is different married. in every context, yeah. no matter what. But I think what. we have all heard plenty of stories of women who were threatened with yeah, their absolutely. lives and nothing was done about it until they were murdered. Right. Yeah. And that's why I don't, I didn't have the response of like, er, why doesn't Aaron fight back yeah. against him? And she has to be rescued by mm-hmm. Shad. Mm-hmm. Normally, like when there is that knight in shining armor narrative, I get really yeah. pissed off. But particularly when you're dealing with a protagonist facing off against their abuser. Yeah. Yeah. If they freeze up, makes perfect sense to me. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, yeah, that tracks. 
And yeah. I was glad to see his arm get broken, frankly. Yeah, it was nice. I was too. I was like, hell yeah, Shad, thank God you actually came out and followed her to her car right. this time. I appreciate it. <laughs> he offered. I know, he like, offered and she was fine. like, I'm good. She's yeah. like, that snake looks real heavy. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Um, also, oh, let's give another shout out to the sound guy for that amazing arm breaking sound effect. Yes. Awesome. It was oh, like, God. so many celeries cracked. I know. The Foley artist God. on this movie good was Foley. busy. Good Foley. Great like, Foley. I feel like he he went to a butcher shop, like got some cow bones, like stomped on him in his parking lot for a while to get that sound, you know? Like, yes. I think you've got a bright future in Foley. Thank so, you. Thank you. oh, I, uh, I don't I think we... have friends who do that. Yeah. So Erin agrees to come back. She agrees mm-hmm. to come back. Uh, meanwhile, uh, her husband, ex-husband, who was in jail, yes. they did get her days. for that scuffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fang Rames not didn't go to jail for breaking his arm, but nope. whatever. Um yeah. So he goes to jail, but he gets out of jail, ends up at Rita's where she's fixing up his broken arm. Mm-hmm. I guess in jail, they don't treat you for broken arms. No. Well, Florida. Yeah. Oh, Florida. it is. You're right. It's Florida. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. Totally. Like, that oh, checks just out. a broken bone, not a gunshot wound. You'll <laughs> yeah. be fine. You don't need right. a Band-Aid. <laughs> um, so she fixes what I assume is going to be a pretty misshapen arm. Yeah. With a golf yeah. club. With she a doesn't golf fix club. anything. With she a bent golf club. She puts club. a golf club and an hey, ace bandage it's on a it. S- yeah. Standard splint. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then she gives yeah. him some horse. Nope. Nope. Wolf, 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 tra- wolf no, morphine. Wolf morphine. Wolf morphine. Thank from you. When, yes. From when, when Kit had her cubs. <laughs> yeah. It just I actually liked me. that actress a lot. Too. Again, super over the top, but mm-hmm. she like, she was but working. Florida, man. She was quintessentially Floridian. She really I was. Think her, I think her name is pronounced Saboan. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She's Fallon. a good ca- character actress. Yeah. yeah, she's great. Um, I like her. She did another movie with Demi Moore. Which one? Uh, um, oh, God, it was the two of them and Ellen Barkin. Mm. I can't remember the name of it. It was one of her more recent indies. Okay. Well, she okay. reunited okay. with Rita. All right. Yeah. Okay. Rita. Good, I'm glad they reunited. Probably her only scene partner from this movie that she worked with again, <laughs> including Rumor. Oh, oh yeah, I guess bummer. they weren't they weren't in anything too. Well, not that I they might she might have had a cameo or something. I bet Rumor had a cameo in some other films. Maybe. Rumor um, probably just peeked out from a curtain and watched her work. Yeah, <laughs> told her she was beautiful later. <laughs> oh. Um. So she goes back. Uh, this time, she doesn't tell Shad about it. She doesn't right. tell anybody about it. In fact, when she, the cop, weirdly, this was all very strange. But first of all, I'm at this point starting to wonder, like, are you not concerned about you having all these public conversations with a police officer, given all the dead people mm-hmm. and your yeah. custody battle, mm-hmm. and leaves her daughter with the cop to watch the child when she goes to the boat to strip and then comes and picks her up, but doesn't want to talk to him about it Mm -hmm. because now suddenly it's not okay to talk to the cop. Right. This is deep in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes to the boat. Um, She tells um, her boss that she's got to run. She's going to take the late shift, leaves her daughter with a, you know, a, Bunch of strippers. Bunch of strippers. Yeah. And uh, Shad knows something. not shoots and not ladders. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shad knows something's up. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's trying to suss out what that is, but she's basically like, I can't talk about it. I don't want to talk to you about it. And then finally she's like, look, I'm going back to the boat. Uh, can't, I'm not supposed to tell anybody about it or they're going to put Angela in foster care. Yeah. Apparently yeah. that's a matter of Congress. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be more concerned about, I don't know, death. Yeah. Right. That'd be my main mm-hmm. concern. I mean, they like to kill 
everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like they've yeah. already That's killed their two go-to. people. Right. And like, uh, that'd be what I think. Going on a boat with them. Like, well, this time she wears like a, what I would consider to be the most strippery stripper outfit she gets in this movie. Oh, oh I would say sure. the least strippery what? because it's, it's a like cotton a... corset and I can't figure out how it breaks away. Like she is clearly <laughs> uh, not intending fair. to show tits tonight. That's a good point. Yeah. Fair. So it's more okay. of a burlesque outfit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good point. It good is. point. But it's I did love lots that of it had like so uh, many feathers. I really want that like over over outfit the like little robe type deal the yeah. silk robe uh-huh. with the feathers that she had on Those i just nice. want to like wear that around with the you know thigh like high white pleather yeah boots. like when i'm taking mm. my trash out you yeah. know like i really just want to be wearing that and like an old work shirt mm-hmm. you know and like taking my trash out like really like, feeling love myself i mean i think it. that That's you should gonna be what starts getting I think you, the you offers. i i hope so right. yeah well i mean we're pretty much at the end here so i uh-huh. guess we could just wrap this up so she uh-huh. does a final dance for him but she's got some plan in motion mm-hmm. that nobody else knows about but that she's leaving notes for people on mirrors with lipstick <laughs> right. about and also calling yeah. cnn and telling them to meet her meet well, oh yeah that's how that would Dillbeck go that was there was that whole old scene. sugar factory i feel like mm-hmm. this is a trick she learned while she was an fbi secretary absolutely yeah, yeah i thought sure. she was looking for a job in oh she scene. was a secretary for the fbi <laughs> and I'd, so, I've, so i've heard so i've heard man yellow pages answering machines um phone bills long distance and do you think the calls. news desk Who number is knew? we you... were at the end of an era i know <laughs> i know it is really a time capsule <laughs> um do you think the Siena news desk is in the yellow pages? Oh, sure. In yeah, Florida. Okay. You're right. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I don't um, even think my friends who work for CNN know the CNN well, news. Well, I was going to so, say, like, I feel like CNN would be like, oh, it's in Florida. No, thanks. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. So Shad Did somebody's arm tells get eaten? Lopez <laughs> about Aaron, and then they go off in search of Aaron. Yes. And take... Two strippers and Angelo and a child. with Why them. do they take the <laughs> no. baby with them? No, I don't I understand. <laughs> she would have been safer at the Eager Beaver. She would have been safer with Francis Fisher. She right? would have been safer literally, literally anyone. anywhere. Like drop her off at Francis <laughs> like Fisher's just house. Leave her at a yeah. waffle house I, and she's going to be safer. I mean, I feel like that's what my first God. thought would be if I were Demi and uh-huh. I saw my. I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, why why did you hell? bring my daughter to this murder factory? Yeah. Right. Anyway. And Pandora Peaks. So she's d- dancing. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why is Pandora Peaks here? What is she going to do? They were just like, we had her ha- had her for she an extra day. Black eyes. <laughs> we had her for an extra day. We had to work her into a scene. <laughs> right. um, Daryl finds them. He gets all hopped up on pills. Yeah. And yeah. he finds Big He's Sugar. Addicted to pills. He's addicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, finds <laughs> the boat. Wolf morphine. Savagely beats henchmen with a club. Yes. Like, yes. That beating was out of nowhere, Savage. Right. Not in keeping with the already uneven tone of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought mm-hmm. Sleazebag was dead. I did too. And I am yeah. not thoroughly convinced that he wasn't. And that that became, I feel like we are moving mm. into rewrites. We are. We are getting into mm. the rewrites and you're correct. Mm. That uh, That is part of the rewrites. We'll, we'll so talk to it. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. We'll, oh. we'll, I think we should tell the movie that happened and then okay. we'll talk about the movie okay. that didn't happen. I said no sugar. That line was so terrible. I actually got sad. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so she, she, uh, Daryl's there because he wants his little one. Yeah. yeah. And, 
this is when I think Dilbeck gets tipped off that Aaron's been talking to the cop mm-hmm. and like shit goes down and she pulls a gun on them and takes them to the sugar factory. Mm-hmm. Yes. And because Dilbeck the big says this turning is why point he of her voted plan. against gun control, which still seems totally in keeping with today. This is yes. why I voted for gun control because I didn't want I voted guns. against gun control because I didn't want guns yep. to get in the wrong hands. Yep. Is what they could end up in the wrong hands. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh. And then she convinces the very nice Scientology reading limo driver, driver to take yeah. them to the to the sugar factory mm-hmm. and to remove the battery and from remove, the other yeah, guys to car. take the car yeah. battery out of the henchman's car great ad for pep boys in that moment yeah oh mm-hmm. for yeah. sure so this is her big plan she gets see, them down they let there their brand be used i know they were like i see this as they an like, opportunity like, oh, for this, our is our ta- this, this is our this is our target audience yeah. yeah car batteries People, yes they go hand in hand yeah um so her big plan is she's going to um She's going to uh, get Daryl to sign a waiver saying that she gets custody because he they think that he's beaten this guy to death. Yeah. And uh, then she convinces Dilbeck that she wants to seduce him. She gets him to take his pants off and records him confessing to all these murders. Yeah. Yes. Do it. Why Do does it. she need Daryl to sign custody over if he's clearly going to prison and she is the, you know, lawful citizen co-parent. Because she doesn't have a job. She says... She has a job. She works at the Eager Beaver. But she can't tell any judge that, lest they I judge her. I think her, her concern was that, that the child might have to spend some time in foster care while the courts while work the courts, this out. Yeah, because it would still be six months. She didn't lose custody of her child. Well, she, she just did. didn't have primary custody of her child no she daryl had primary custody and she had visitation yeah but that's not the same thing yeah she doesn't have custody she's allowed visitation gotcha yeah Yeah. because if i think like if he died and she she didn't have a job you know yeah she did kidnap her yeah Mm -hmm. so rita might have gotten the kid or something i don't know oh god rita but oh, she, she needs fine. someone to she take care of those Volvos cubs. appear out of anywhere. I know you're right. Rita's property is magical. <laughs> like it somehow is put on some magical land that makes cars appear. It's and the dump of requirement. Whatever you I'm need gonna, at Rita's, you can find at Rita. I'm gonna have That's to true. go back and rewatch it. I know. I did not notice that at all. I didn't catch it at all. Oh my god. Well, uh, basically, at the end here, everybody converges uh, and. Uh, cops and at the sugar refinery at the sugar yeah. refinery the the henchmen show up but also so does the cop and the strippers and the kid and, <laughs> and Ving Rames. they're all there and daryl and uh and much like the ending to three men and a baby something that could otherwise be very violent is actually turned into something very comic yeah where a bunch of sugar dumps on the bad guys rendering them useless thanks to daryl mm-hmm. saving the day if it hadn't yeah. been for daryl yeah which i had everybody would have been problem with. i had a yeah. big problem with that Aaron's plan too. was terrible wasn't Except, terrible, but it had some problems. Yeah, Aaron, I liked that she was an a, like it had taken yes, action at but the end. She and, would have died. Well, she what do you expect? Saved. What do you expect from a former secretary of the, the FBI? FBI? I mean, what yeah. do you expect? She was saved by the fact that Daryl thought that the sugar refinery dumper machine thing was a coffee machine. Yeah, that's, that's true. what saved her, not what Aaron did, what Daryl did, and that's. Not cool. <laughs> well, if you think that's not cool, wait to hear what the real ending was. Um, so, oh yeah, and then next morning, the uh, next morning, Irish get... Irish Lopez says, 
Good luck, Aaron. Well, they get halt. He gets. They halt. You. See, the, the 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 press shows up just in time. Which to is, catch them. I'm sorry, this whole moment was just so Scooby Doo esque yeah. to me. Yeah. It was like Very. the ending of a Scooby Doo. Right. Yeah, they're all yeah. stuck in sugar, just like heads. Yeah. And it was the news ba- runs in. Very strange. Yeah. Like, very strange. Mm-hmm. It was very slapped together for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, it is. Aaron suddenly becomes very much a background character. Yeah, mm-hmm. for some reason. For the whole climax of the movie. I wouldn't say. I would say up until the point that everyone kind of shows up that it's just like there's so many characters to deal with Mm -hmm. she does get him on tape though that was smart good job she got that and then they all ride off into the sunset and the limo driver almost dies somebody needs to check on that guy he might have a concussion dillbeck did that yeah i forgot about that I forgot about that person almost being murdered. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be a great ending as if in the last moments she realizes that taping Dilbeck, she accidentally taped over her Annie Lennox tape. And then and she's now like, she can't be <laughs> what a stripper am anymore. I going to oh my God. do? She's like, oh, God, the whole B-side is gone. <laughs> She's what like, I gonna do? Those are the only ones I liked. <laughs> no, all she has is the extended dance mix of why. <laughs> oh no! I mean, it, I think that would be better, at least. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. This is the part of the show where we read bad casting breakdowns. Cold from the depths of the internet. Woo! These are real casting breakdowns that oh boy. Uh, you can submit for if you are interested. Um, we don't out the production company or the name of the film, uh, but uh, you know who you are. As a screenwriter, I feel really like horrified and also really vindicated by this. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I have seen the casting breakdowns for my movies. and. Yeah. And sometimes they they take liberties. Oh, yeah, and you're like, I did not write that. <laughs> I'm like, where I'm like, where they're like, like I'll write a very nuanced, it. like, 65 year old woman who's like taking a chance on love again, and then mm-hmm. they'll be like, sassy grandma they're type, like, sassy grandma. And you're like, no, <laughs> like, that is not, dude. What I'm, I'm doing. gonna punch you in the kidneys. What? <laughs> See, I've, so I've read some of your scripts and I know that you're not a type of person either that introduces a woman character as she floats gorgeously onto the screen, breasts dangling from her body, breasts glistening. Dangling. You know, like you're not that type of person who introduces no. a character like that. So it's like, it's it's hard to take your scripts and make it sassy grandma. Like, you know? How did she become a sassy grandma? <laughs> like when? Um. All right, Hillary, let's, uh, right. let's let you... Uh, what do we got here? So this one is a a sixteen millimeter short film about a young man Artsy. who is who is cho- <laughs> who has to choose between the companionship of an artificially intelligent robot mm-hmm. or the new girl at the office that finds him attractive. We've all been there. I mean, right. have haven't we? Um, this role is unpaid. And then should I read Annie or Claire? Which one I you? think you should read those and. And also read the both and Ryan okay. and, and yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Whew, buckle in, guys. Yeah. They're short. Right. They're brief. Uh, Annie, lead female, eighteen to thirty. Annie's an intel is, is an artificially intelligent product built in a lab at Opus Industries. Uh-huh. Annie is handpicked by Ryan to off the website. There are millions of possible combinations that Ryan could choose from, and all of what he chose is Annie. What makes Annie specifically unique is her ability to feel emotion. This is not supposed to happen. No. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. 
No, actually, it's just dot dot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not enough dots. <laughs> it's not a full ellipsis. No. no. It's like they took another sentence out of there. They were like, sexy grandma type. No, 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 no not for this one. Not for this one. Okay, and then we have Claire, lead female, 18 to 30 years. I bet that this is the new girl in the office, guys. She must be. I have think? a feeling. Oh, yep. Claire is the new is girl in the office. Isn't so it? Sexy. Isn't it? Are they really going to select yourself. someone that's 30, though? Yeah, are they? Yeah, picture no. yourself at 18 and then picture yourself at 30. Quite a difference. Quite a difference. If there was any difference. <laughs> Go on. I'm no, sorry. No, totally Please the same. continue with casting. She's a spunky 30-year-old. Spunky. 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 One of my favorite adjectives. She is spunky and outgoing and eager to make new friends in her new work environment. Ryan and Claire are two of the youngest in the office. Not going to hire a 30-year-old guy. No, not going no, to. Not going to. Nope. Um, so Claire tries to latch on to Ryan. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. strong, confident, and the type of girl to get you to dance when you don't want to. So she's a manic pixie dream girl. Manic pixie yeah. dream yeah. girl. Yeah. And I she's, like and she's strong, those... but clingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's one of those Jennifer Lawrence 22-year-old, 30-year-olds. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so a wise 30-year-old. Yep, just, nailed it. I hate that she's cast in Mother. I'm sorry. I want to see it. I know. But cast against Javier Bardem, who's like 17 years her senior, I'm just like, Not that's just that, disgusting. Like, I love her. I like, love her, too. I love her. love her. I do, but too. Like, like, it's just... American Hustle, Joy... This one, right? like, why are you being cast as someone who I should... liked? I thought she was great in American you. Hustle. I did too. Oh, I okay. She was oh, I think she's I fantastic. I also thought she was ten years too young to be right. playing the role she was. Well, playing. in I that agree. movie, I think that was the point: was that she was so young but as I, his wife. That's I think what I that's thought in was a lot the point. of movies right now. I think there are a lot of women in Hollywood who can play those roles, and mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence, who's my age, is getting cast in these roles yeah, to play 35-year-old right. women. Yeah. And okay, like, you're like right. Anne Hathaway talked about it. You know, right. she said Good that point. when she turned 30 and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, the offers significantly reduced. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I can't right? even be mad about this because I've been taking advantage of it for the last eight years. Exactly. Well, I, I actually heard a joke the other day that um, after playing Javier Bardem's wife and mother that her next role is going to be like Sally Field's sister yeah. in the next yeah no kidding <laughs> next film yeah. I, I literally had that a whole conversation with Cristo about yeah. how I don't want to see this movie just because of the casting choice to cast them opposite each other and right. it's Can't, just there was how, don't, don't you dare do the reverse though oh gosh don't no, you dare do don't it. you dare no. cast no. a young man with an older woman unless like, that do is it. the unless entire it's, plot yep, of the movie unless yep. it's the plot and it's a comedy it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so let's God. back to back to this breakdown. Oh, patriarchy. This is my favorite. You're my favorite. Because we've okay. already cast Jennifer Lawrence as the new girl in the office. Yes. So, so Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. There we go. As the 18-year-old new girl in the office who's mm-hmm. actually 30. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Ryan, lead male, again, 18 to 30 years old. He'll oh, be 30, though. But here's the first sentence. <laughs> Ryan Ford. is an early mid-20s male. Mm-hmm. So okay. if he's early mid-20s, we know these ladies are younger than that. Oh, yeah, Matt of course. Damon. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a lot of hobbies anymore. Ryan is a normal guy, but closes himself off to most people. He went to art school, but he took an entry-level job at a telemarketing office to pay the rent and his impending student loan debt. He isn't a weirdo or creep. He's just lonely. That's my favorite line right there. He isn't a weirdo or a creep. He's just lonely. Like, they have to, they have to like, uh, apologize for the whole plot of the movie mm-hmm. by saying that one thing. Not only that, but it, that's... And- this actually does piss me off because it's it's a common thing in breakdowns mm-hmm. um, that character history, nuance, and motivations 
are always listed with male characters. Oh, yes. And Mm -hmm. then with female characters, it's always about what she looks like and what her attitude is. Yeah. Yeah, and how she relates to the male character. And what she does for the male character. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. It's always, she's Ryan's boyfriend. She's bubbly and cute. Right. And like, sometimes goes and visits her nana. Yeah. spirit. She brings him meaning in life. Yeah. Yeah. If you like that, you're going to love this. Oh, boy. So Topher's going to read our next one. Right. Unfortunately, I had to block out the name, which is unfortunate because the name oh, is Oh, that great, is but unfortunate. Yeah. But um, Sometimes the names are just great. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a good one, guys. Um, okay. In this bizarre tale, there are sick-minded cr- criminals, crazy-headed cops, but no one more dangerous than the ca- this, redacted this character. <laughs> He shall decide if the sick of mind shall be healed by his expertise or if he will play with the minds for fun and make monsters out of man. This is Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, it's epic, you guys. Um, do we list the pay for this? Uh, sure. Uh, why yeah. not? Yeah. This project is $100 a day. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, at least they're getting paid. Right. So that's, just I want you to know, you know, people are going to be working. Indie film. Yeah. yeah. Budget um, it's it's 28 days. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, bring your own wardrobe. Doctor, lead, male, 30 to 40 years, mm-hmm. a master of mind control, a whiz of science and anatomy. This role requires an actor who can laugh, cry, and change personalities on the flip of a dime. So acting, you might say. Acting. <laughs> you mean James McAvoy in that movie that he did yeah. six months ago? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Sharon, lead, female. Beautiful young woman who is lost in life, but her beauty (laughs) makes up for it. Mm -hmm. Must be a very sensitive actress who can span different emotions with the flip of a coin. (laughs) Lots of coin flipping. (laughs) So much coin flipping. So much coin flipping. (laughs) (laughs) Who movie? Okay, okay, okay. I'm back. Will be seen in undergarments. (laughs) When one views this beauty... We wonder if it's shit. <laughs> now I'm picturing David Dilbeck reading this breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can Dilbeck this a little. When one views this beauty, we wonder from where she came <laughs> and where she will go. Mystery is natural to her demeanor. Dichotomy and contradiction oh, comes natural to this vixen. Oh, God. If you look at her in her eyes, you become instantly <laughs> hypnotized. In love with her, to say the least. She controls your soul. Oh, God. Physical traits. <laughs> Beautiful figure and face. Graceful configurations of her well-proportioned head. (laughs) My favorite part. In order to submit, you must have a well-proportioned head. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. What is that even? Is there anything in that that's a playable action? I want to know. Dichotomy and contradiction comes natural to this vixen. That's my favorite line, especially because it's dichotomy. Economy, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are other players. Oh, yes. Uh, young detective supporting female. Female. Ooh. That's uh, 18 very 18 to 22 years. Mm-hmm. That makes sense as a detective. <laughs> right. You know, you make detective really quickly, <laughs> quickly. out of the police academy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 18 years old. 
Mm. She has spunk. Oh, 18-year-old detective. It makes a ton of sense. (laughs) Filled with energy to get anything done. She is cute and has a mouth on her. She never (laughs) hesitates to say what's on her mind. She also has a very nice figure. We'll be seen in a bathing suit. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's pretty much the oh end of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. rest what? of them are just your standard blah, blah, blah. Although roles. I do love male detective number one, male 25 to 33. One look at him and we know he's a detective. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but, that guy looks- but the female supporting detective, they're like, eh, she's seen in a bathing suit. You got to be hot still. Like oh that guy God. looks detectively. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Christ. These are wow. we like we did not make this up. This no. is a legit yeah. casting breakdown that you can submit for. Hundred bucks a day if you have a beautiful figure and graceful configurations of a well proportioned head. <laughs> yeah, must have yep. well proportioned head. Good luck, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're up to and what our guests are up to so that you can find out all the wonderful things um, that uh, we're doing and our guests are doing. Topher, why don't you start? Okay. um, My new play, Morningside, uh, for those of you in Atlanta, you can see it through November 16th at Georgia Ensemble Theater. Awesome. Um, It is nine women at a baby shower inspired by all of the conversations I've had with female friends where I have never once heard one of them say, I'm going to a baby shower and I'm so excited. And Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted kind of the worst case scenario for a baby shower and Mm. it's so much fun and it is so vicious. It's like Glengarry Glen Ross at a baby shower. I'm Um, fascinated. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, there's... Terrible acts of violence and and oh my god, lots of emotional warfare passes the Bechtel test. Oh, very much so. Yes. Um, So I'm very very excited about that, and you can see that through the 16th. Um, I awesome. uh, My new movie for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries: A Gift to Remember, um, a uh, Christmas romance about a woman who falls in love with a man with amnesia. Uh, Oh my god, I'm so into this. I know it's so much fun. Uh, It premieres on. December 2nd on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries and will run throughout the holiday season. So you and your mom, please check that out. Um, I love it. We'll have um, to watch that. I'm going to like watch that with my mom. Like I'm going to curl up in her bed. I'm like, watching old it with school. my mom. I'm so and excited. Watch it. Um, I'm back on stage uh, for the first time in quite a while. Yeah, um, that's exciting. I'm very excited. I am, uh, again, for people in Atlanta, I'm taking over the Santa Land Diaries at Horizon Theater. Shit. I did um, not know that. Man. That's so great. Um, well, they announced it back at the beginning of October. I know. And I'm. Ba- where have you been? I wear my bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. That's so exciting. That's awesome. Wow, that's great. So yeah, it's that's a great me show. on stage with some hardworking sidekicks doing what amounts to a 90-minute monologue uh, by David Sedaris. And it is yeah. so much fun. And we run uh, November... 19th, I believe, through 
uh, New Year's Eve. And there's yeah. like two shows on Saturday, two shows on Sunday. I will awesome. be doing nothing but this show for the rest of 2017. All right. And then listeners in Chicago, Raleigh, North Carolina, Memphis, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Lawrence, Kansas, Columbus, Georgia, St. Louis, Missouri, and Dallas, Texas. Check your local theater listings because I have a production of Perfect Arrangement in your city sometime in the next six months. That's Go fucking great. Perfect Go see it. Yes. yes. Crushing it. That's Having awesome. Fun. Yes. Keeps awesome. me out of trouble. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, and do you have any social media? Is there any, like, do you get oh, into yeah. that that people can, I'm so they can the stay Twitter updated? I'm at Toe for Pain. Yeah. And I am uh, on the Facebook at uh, Hey Topher. And I'm on Instagram at Topher Writes, T-O-P-H-E-R-W-R-I-T-E-S. And then we can keep up to date yeah. Yeah. about all the great and things. And pictures of my cat. Topher has a great Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I really love it. <laughs> it's like all cats and like photos of coffee and like writing. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. That sounds it's so great. So it's very tranquil. And like, <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. Like It's very tranquil. Um, and then occasionally there's like a surprise engagement announcement on there, which yeah. is really fucking cool to experience. <laughs> You're like, ah, I did my that engagement was as an escape room. Brilliant. So cool. Yeah. So cool. All right. Hillary. <clears throat> what have we got to, pl- what do you, what do well, we have to plug with Critical Crop Top today? Um, well, Critical Crop Top is super excited to announce that we have a brand new fiscal sponsor for 2018. Woo! Um, we will be fiscally sponsored by Fractured Atlas, and awesome. we are super excited. Yep. So We're really all excited. of all of your donations, whether they are monetary or in kind, will continue to be tax, tax deductible. deductible. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Fractured Atlas's support. If you are interested in donating to Critical Crop Top to keep our programming of our sketch shows, our films, our workshops coming up in 2018. Yeah, we've got some workshops planned. And uh, all of the podcasting that you listen to mm-hmm. and love. If you are interested in supporting that, please go to criticalcroptop.com slash donate for more information. Yes. Awesome. And thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank you so much. Enjoy that tax deduction. Yeah. Take take that tax yeah. deduction. You deserve it. And if you have a small business that wants to sponsor us, psh- Hit us up, bro. Yeah. We got even more perks for you. We got perks. We got tears. So many tears. So many tears. <laughs> Not the kind that you cry nope. your eyeballs. Nope, nope, nope. Um, thank you, Topher, for being on this show. This was yeah. awesome. Can we close with our interpretation of a royalty-free Prince song? Just when we get there. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, go. Let's All go right, for give it. Give me a beat. Oh, my God. I can't do that. Makes me want to take off my clothes for a congressman. Ooh, yes. You can follow, you can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Podbean. And if you like us, you could rate and review us, and we'd appreciate it. Hey, um, hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, be sure to follow us on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, f- you can find us on Facebook as Feminine Mistake Podcast at Feminine Mistake Pod, or you can find us as Critical Crop Top as we are Critical Crop Top at Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And 
there's a that's a fire fi- there's a fire truck a fire in the truck. background fire yeah. truck <laughs> podcasting in the city should Whoa. we hold for it or should we just no, be I real about it yeah. there the is a trial. fucking fire honest. truck yeah. listen guys if you ever find yourself in a legal jam the eager beavers always looking for new hires i don't know yeah right? yeah there you go there you go yeah. that's to sum up i heard the to flesh farm just lost a dancer yeah. so. that's true and a snake and if mm-hmm. you take up exotic dancing, for God's sake, come up with a stage name. It's a chance to be creative. It's true. Be who you always and, wanted to be. And Don't. follow the manager at the Eager Beaver's advice. The customers like it when you dance to fast music. Mm-hmm. Actually, he was right about that. He was, he right was not this. right about the cream corn, but he was, he was right about was that right one about thing. That. Yeah. Hi, I'm April. And I'm Steph. And we're from the Thirst Podcast. Do you like pop culture news, reviews and discussion? Have you ever ventured into the world of celebrity fan accounts on Instagram? Do you also admit to a reading erotic fan fiction as a teenager or even as an adult? Can you list at least five of Harry Styles' questionable tattoos? Then we're the podcast for you! Every few weeks we get together and talk about what we're enjoying or what we're looking forward to in the world of TV, film, music and more. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher by searching for The Thirst Podcast. And you can also find us over on Twitter at The Thirst or on Instagram at The Thirst Pod. Listen to an episode and let us know what you think. Bye. Bye.